It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And it is Carcon Carney. I'm James Van Ossel. At the hideout, we're in front of the stage of the hideout with the patron saint of Chicago music, John Langford. John Langford, founding member of the Mekons, the Waco Brothers, and the Pine Valley Cosmonauts. He's a visual artist, a contributor to stage musicals, a man whose side projects are more interesting than most people's main hustles. John Langford is here, of course, at the hideout. You, Hello, you, James. How are you? You have a key to the place. It doesn't surprise me. I did have a key, and they changed the locks because they worked out how dangerous that was. Yeah, it's nothing but trouble. Full access, <laughs> full access to all the premium liquors. No, I yeah. never abused that power. I never abused it. So Saturday night here at the Hideout, Pine Valley Cosmonauts, celebrating this release, the, the closing, closing time. time. Uh, let's talk about this. This is a song for song recreation of the first Tom Waits album. Yeah, it was Greg Hall who runs Virtue Cider came to me and he loved that album, and we were sort of talking about. It. I didn't really know the album, and then when I listened to it, it was. I thought it was really great because it just had that, it has that atmosphere. It's sort of Tom Waits before he becomes Tom Waits. Mm -hmm. And it's just got this, it's crammed with great kind of ballads about the time of the night when the bar shuts down or being in bars or things that happen in bars. And uh, this is all going on during the pandemic. And he, he wanted to make a record that would raise some money for Civil, you know, the campaign for the uh, Chicago Independent Venue League, We're trying to support all the venues that had to shut down during the pandemic. And it, to me, the more I thought about it, the better the better idea it was to get a bunch of, what we've often done with the Pine Valley Cosmonauts, which is my sort of honky-tonk archeology span band we've had for quite a long time. We did you know, an album with Johnny Cash record of songs. We did an album of Bob Wills songs. Then we did three albums of death penalty, anti-death penalty, well, death songs against the death penalty. Uh, and it's branched out from that, but this was like, kind of getting back to like looking very closely at one artist and making something out of it. But the, I think Tim Tutton from the hideout came up, came up with the idea of calling it the closing time. Cause that's what, you know, the album's called, Tom Waits' album is called Closing Time. Yeah, it, this was the pandemic, was the closing time for all the bars. And, and the ramifications of the bars all shutting down, the venues shutting down was much more than any, it wasn't just like, oh, you don't get to see any live music. It was lots of connections were kind of broken and mm -hmm. lots of social things that we all, you know, desperately need were suddenly just gone. So, yeah, I thought the concept was tight. So we went ahead and made the album, you know, re remotely somewhat in little pods. But uh, it was a, you know, a project to be getting on with while the pandemic was going on. Isn't it interesting how thematically it just totally works. It's totally emblematic of what we all went through over the past year. Yeah, I just think, I mean, the cover itself is actually, was my kind of like little uh, homage to the hideout. So it's all backwards. Mm -hmm. I came in and they let me in and I actually, I, I, I made up an opportunity to come into the hideout and have a look around because uh, I hadn't been in here for so long and I was getting withdrawal symptoms. But yeah, the cover is, it's kind of meant to be that kind of late night feel of a bar. I mean, the, the Waits album is very emblematic of what we went through. Like from 40 years ago, the songs just make sense. You can ascribe those characteristics to the emotions we felt 
being cooped up at home, isolated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's 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 great songs on that record. I believe he's not like a big fan of it himself because I suppose he he emerged as a very different kind of artist later okay. and, and developed a very very notable sort of style for his songwriting and his performance. But this album's like someone who's unformed and is doing all these just like great, great kind of sad pop ballads. I don't know if there's another album really like it. But I mean, all 55, I mean, it's just... Yeah, I mean, what, the what Eagles had a hit with that. So yes, they did. We got Rosie Flores singing that. The first first Latina ever on the, Me- on the uh, country and western charts. That's amazing. Rosie Flores in 1980, I think it was 85 or 87. So she sings all, all 55 and she went to a studio in Austin with a mask on and, you know, did that on her own. And it was, it was, it's a, it's a Frankenstein's monster of an album because there's people, most of the people didn't meet who were on the album. So the Pine Valley Cosmonauts were literally, you know, cosmonauts. Yeah, scattered cir- across the cosmos. Circling the planet <laughs> with a, uh, you know, guitar parts falling in through the ether. So. Well, let's talk about the people who lined up for this. Was it just as easy as calling up Jeff Tweedy saying, hey, here's the idea. Are, are you in? Did yeah, you? pretty much. Well, I, I would say that the way it works with the Pine Valley Cosmos is that mostly people are friends who I've worked with before on stuff. So a couple of new people on it, but, you know, just people, because it, it became like, well, we can get anyone from anywhere to do anything. So... I had a mate, uh, Benji Webb, who's a heavy metal sort of reggae singer in Newport, my hometown, and I wanted him to be on the album. And we've been talking about trying to do something. I said, "Hey, do you want to sing on this record?" He says, "I've got, I can record at home." He set up people had actually, you know, thought about it, set up to record at home. So we we sing a duet across the across the stormy Atlantic. You know, I love that. And you have Janet Beveridge Bean. You have Nora O'Connor, Sally Timms, of course. I mean, yeah. it is. It is Janet and Sally actually came into a studio and we sat there and you know, had a fist fight in the studio and sorted it out. But uh, a lot of other people, like Andrew Bird, really wanted to do it. And he was, he was kind of marooned in Chicago, but we couldn't really get together because he was filming that TV show Fargo. Mm-hmm. So he was in some kind of apartment in Chicago waiting to go off somewhere. And he was just kind of quarantined in there. But he had recording equipment with him, so he sent some stuff to me through the internet. I sent that then to our piano player. All the piano parts were done in Yorkshire in England because a friend of mine who plays with me a lot is, has got a grand piano in his home studio. And he's the best piano player that I could think of for this project. So actually, you know, it worked out, it worked out pretty well. So Saturday, the 17th, you're playing on stage. And I know you've done gigs since the singularity we all went through, but how does it feel to be able to take something like this to the public and be able to perform these songs? Is it cathartic? Is it emotional? Is it? It's been very emotional, actually. Some of the gigs we've been, you know, we've eased back into it and there have been opportunities to do things. And each time we've played in front of a, a larger audience, it's been, yeah, cathartic, I think is the best word, I think, because it's something we want to get out and it's something that the audience, I think the one thing the pandemic's done is made people feel much more urgent about things and uh, mm-hmm. take things for, gr- for granted less. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, it's going to be a, a strange, it's not a full band because a lot of the people involved in the album, we can't play the whole album right. because it, we, we didn't want it to do it justice. But there's a good story. So Greg from Virtue and myself and Tim, I think, and, and we're going to 
you know, talk about the ideas behind it, how it came about, and then Nora, Bethany, Sally, Janet, um, myself, John Szymanski, Rick Cooking Sherry, and Dave Max Crawford are going to perform some, you know, some of the songs in different. It's going to be pretty low key. Well, I love that you're going to be talking about it too. People love the behind the scenes. The yeah, that's what I did a lot of actually during the pandemic. Was a lot of it seemed to make sense when you're doing these like live streams and uh, shows in people's backyards to 12 people it, it gets it broke down a lot of barriers it's not it, the, the rules of how you do a show kind of really evaporated a little bit it's so funny I'm always comfortable that. talking as well yes you are <laughs> I, it's funny you should say that I interviewed Tim Tutton earlier for this podcast and we basically said I mean especially now in the present day the old rules the old agreed upon ways that an artist or creative needs to make his or her their way through the universe. They're all bullshit. It's, everything's yeah. been equalized and everyone has the same amount of access and you just do things your way. And you, yeah. That's how we all find our way through now. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to open a lot of doors and it's made me think a lot. I mean, but the fact that we couldn't get into the clubs and perform for audiences of people was, was rough. And I think any, anyone will, any musician will tell you this. Some of the best sounding rooms in the whole country are little bar rooms in Chicago. You think of Schubers, you think of uh, the Hideout, um, the Beat Kitchen. These are the, you know, that's where the, the clubs that the Waker Brothers particularly kind of grew up on. Mm-hmm. And when you go back into one of those rooms and, and play a gig, it just sounds better. You know, I've been outside with an acoustic guitar for 18 months and <laughs> when I have been able to play. And it's fine, but it's good to be back. Pine Valley Cosmonauts. Pine Valley Cosmonauts at Hideout, Sunday the 17th. That man, he Saturday. is John Lingford. Can't wait. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this. And thanks to the Hideout for everything. Exactly. Thanks, James. Thank you.